Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Welcome to the Stephen Nice Show. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday. We're going to try to make it a little bit better for you now. Tonight we're back with the latest in sports, fashion, movie reviews, and the best indie music out there. Then we welcome a gentleman, his name Vinny Vegan. Uh, he was someone who chased after the money, cars, women, drugs, all that, right? And he actually obtained it. He was had a successful uh, t-shirt line that catered to celebrities and to professional athletes. Well, 10 years after he started that in his early 20s, he hit rock bottom and lost everything. But then he was introduced to something, and you'll find out later on the show, that changed his whole life and, and allowed him to follow his calling. And now he has vegan restaurants called Gangster Vegan Organics. And they're, they're all in his hometown and home state, and he's expanding. He has a t-shirt line called uh, Gangster Vegan. You want to hear his stories. Very inspiring. I think everyone can take something from it. Um, and then in Hot Topics, we're bringing down everything everyone's talking about. We're going to talk about the shootings that happened over the weekend, the the uh, two shootings that happened in Colorado and uh, Texas. And uh, find out about a star basketball player who he was very popular, but he got suspended for two years because when he went to take a drug test, he tested pregnant positive to being pregnant. <laughs> I found out about this story. One of our all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephenisshow.com. Uh, you can also check it out on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Just go to our website, thestephenisshow.com. When we come back, Hot Topics, right back after this. Girl, let me get to know you. Girl, let me represent you. Girl, I can be your best and you won't regret anything that I show you. Checking on you all night Since you walked into this place It's like you had a spotlight Shining down on your space Should've seen the expression On everybody's face You was bad as hell I had to have you here with me Cause I was checking on the right side Then I peeped around the left side Then everybody disappeared And out of nowhere You was right in front of my eyes so fine. 
And all you need is a guy like me That's what I'm thinking, baby So let me be the man of your dreams I know the typical, predictable Is what you used to see But baby, something about you Turned me out when you stepped in Cause I was shaking on the right side Then I peeped around the left side Then everybody disappeared And out of nowhere You was right in front of my eyes And you was looking so far I had to make you mine tonight Cause I finally got the chance to stop and say That baby, you should be Tail off a snake. Clip it, clip it, what clip does it take for what to be great? Huh? A couple M's and a house on the lake. If that's the case, I've been great. You just late, huh? She say I got good taste. Cause I fed with a little waist. So she wanna take me on a little chase. Capture that poop, beat it up, then escape, huh? Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Sold millions, old millions. 
you bitter. Yo, feelings, old feelings, middle finger, boy. Gossiping like hope, I should call them gold diggers, huh? Cut the check, cut the check. I don't want nothing from you, but the check, huh? Respect, respect, cause any given time, turn for the check, huh? Yeah, I'm on go, on go, my They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Rolly, rolly, call some stacks, stacks. Holy moly, I am back, back. That's a Tesla, not an act, act. 80s, baby, I was born cool, dope. Whip it up, make a dub pack. Bought a lag, fixed it up on dubs now. Ho, checking for me, checking, checking for me. Got the clout now, tell them wait a second for me. Yeah, I'm on go, on go, my They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know. Huh? Took a loss, cause of took a loss, loss. Having in a business. Soon turn a witness. 40 cow, now you running. Boy, fitness. Huh? Drop they honey on some Louis. Yeah, drop 900 on some Gucci. Whoa, drop two G's on some Gucci. Strawberry poop. I call her Mama Smoothie. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. My they on go, on go. Yeah, La Mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know. Uh, he got my name in his mouth, take it out. She got my thing in her mouth, can't take it out. No, you out here trolling for the clout, shut your mouth. You being goalie for the clout, hit his spouse. No, swagalicious, they say chingy the All white coupe, that's a Mercedes brick. Flip a stack without hitting a lid. E40 with the boss, cause with this I'm sick. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm on go, on go. They on go, on go, yeah. La mama, she on go, on go. Hey, who did it? I don't know, don't know, huh? Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Miss Parker is at home in Vegas uh, and on the West Coast, so she's out tonight. But we have Mr. D, D. Venable. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. And happy belated birthday. <laughs> it's still going on. It's going to be an all-month celebration. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're celebrating <laughs> later in the month. What, did you do anything over the weekend? Um, I went to a Jamaican festival that had um, downtown yesterday. That was pretty cool. Nice, nice, nice. Well, thank you for taking time out your schedule. Uh, Chike Evans, how's it going? It's going awesome, brother. How are you? 
I cannot complain. I cannot. Complain. I could complain, but I'm not going to complain. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> weekend was awesome. I had a I had a long one. They gave me an extra day. I was able to get some things done. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. a good weekend. Well, I actually went home to Virginia this weekend. Um, my sister and her husband. It's actually her. My sister, her husband, their kids. They have three kids. Then um, his both both of his brothers and their wives and their kids. And his parents, they all flew into Richmond uh, um, because most of them, all but one brother and his family, they are going to Tampa to spend the week in Tampa uh, uh, this uh, week. And so they were in Virginia this weekend and then um, uh, Tampa this week. Anyway, so I went to go meet, meet with them and had a great time. And, you know, I've had a lot of flights this month, so I forgot what time I was flying out. It turns out I was flying out at 9 a.m. on Sunday and I was on the same flight with them going to Tampa because they had a labor in Atlanta, which was crazy. So I get to my car, I took the train, and I parked my car at um, the Marta station by my house. And I parked there many times. Well, I see, and you know, you're not supposed to park there more than 24 hours, but I've never gotten in trouble. So, you know, I'm like, I guess they ain't paying attention. Well, I see an orange sticker on my car, and I'm saying, man, I got a ticket. As I approach my car, I see my side passenger window had been smashed out. Oh. Yes, and so the the ticket was—I mean, it wasn't even a ticket. It was just a notice from Martyr Police letting me know, please contact us. You know, obviously, come a car been broken into. So yeah, but I got it all taken care of. You know, I cleaned, I cleaned out the car yesterday, and you know, got everything back. They didn't take anything because I, I don't keep valuables in my car. But um, but I got my window replaced today, and I just tell you, it's always something. But I had a great trip though. <laughs> I can say that, and I'm glad it's resolved. That's that's yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Somebody must have been watching your car. That's crazy. Well, yeah, they're probably watching. And, and it must have happened um, Saturday night because um, I heard it rained over the weekend and rained to get in my car. So it must have happened Saturday night and they found it Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's all good. They'll get their karma. They'll get their karma. Um, so our question of the day is, has someone in the past betrayed you but later came back and regained your trust? Mr. Venable. Um. I'm pretty strict when it comes to, um, like, once somebody betrayed me, like, I, I take that as that's who they are. I mean, and I know people can change. Yeah. But I, I wish you all the best, mm-hmm. and I hope you do change from your, your bad ways. But even if you are a new person, I still don't feel that you need to be a part of what I got going on. So yeah. um, I guess the answer to that question is no. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about you, GK? Well, I'm a Taurus, and true to the bone, we're very loyal. We're very loyal. And just as loyal as I am, I expect that of other people. Mm-hmm. When you betray me, it's a done deal. There's no going back off of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I, um, I, I've actually had it happen, and I've actually, I've actually come back from it. So it was a good friend of mine who I felt betrayed me one time, right? And I felt um, conflicted because I really liked the person, but I was hurt. And so I was talking to an older friend of mine, I call my big brother, and he told me, you don't necessarily have to cut the person off, you just reclassify their friendship. He said, I have my type exactly. A, he said, I have my A friends, who I can tell anything to, you know, we can have intimate conversations, I have my B friends, we're cool, we can hang out and travel, then I have my C friends, so I'll see, I see how we speak, you know, go to the club, whatever. And so I, what I did was I, reorganized, I reclassified that friendship. 
and it came back, and now, you know, we're really good. So I think it can happen, but it takes a lot of work, you know what I mean, and maturity, I think. And, and also, too, Stephen, it also depends on the level in, in which I consider you. Yeah. And it yeah. also depends on the betrayal. So if I find you near and dear and you're, like, the closest to me and you betray me on a big level, yeah, I don't even want to see your face. That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, tweet us at home, Stephen I Show SHO, and let us know uh, the answer to the question. Has someone in the past betrayed you but then later came back and regained your trust? All right, so hot topic. So over the weekend, um, 31 people were killed, sadly, in two mass shootings, both in Dayton, Ohio, and El Paso, Texas. Um, Trump blames the media, um, but others are blaming him for his racist rhetoric that he's been saying since he pretty much uh, announced his campaign. Now, today in a speech, he condemned white nationalists and racism, but did not um, propose gun laws largely believing that it was due to the NRA support for Republican Party and their contributions. Now, mass shootings have significantly increased since he took office. Um, what are your thoughts on this? And do you think that he's to blame for why we're seeing so many? Because we're seeing a lot of mass shootings, but it's also against people of color. Venom, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that he's a hundred percent to blame because mm-hmm. I feel like he's he's a catalyst for it though. Um, because I, I really feel like these the people that are committing these mass shootings, they're, they're racist or whatever they got going on, but they always blame it on mental illness. But I really don't feel like that's the issue. Um, I, I feel like Donald Trump gives them that ability to go out and be who they want to be. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really no repercussions from it because if you look at the guy that was in Ohio, he was arrested um, with no incident. Um, yeah. So, like, Every, every time something happens like this, even when it happened in, in South Carolina, they get arrested and they go to jail. They don't yeah. lose their lives. Um, so, I mean, they do what they want to do. They carry out their rhetoric, and then they go to jail for it. You know, they live. Everybody else don't live. Yeah. And, like, I was just looking at some statistics, and the NRA has given, well, for the two, 2016 election alone, they gave $5.9 million to Republicans. Mm-hmm. And they only gave 106000 to Democrats. Yep. So Donald Trump got up there today and said what he needed to say or what they told him to say because he even called Dayton, Ohio, Toledo, Ohio. So yeah, he really right. doesn't know what's going on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And and I um, just saw on CBS uh, this evening that the NRA, the, owner, the president of the NRA called the White House and um, said they appreciated what he said on TV today. Wow. Yeah. Chicken, what are your thoughts on all this? Well, you know, I spoke very candidly last week about right. how I feel about another shooter. The, the shooter. And, right. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm standing firm on that even stronger this week. They need to be put into a room and put to a firing squad immediately after they commit the crime that they're doing. They need to set an example for the future people who are thinking about even doing mass shooting. Uh, as far as our person in office, He's supposed to be the leader of the free world. A leader of a team basically gives you a template for guidance. His his template is hate and rhetoric, and it's it's horrible. He's just putting out negativity. And so I can see why people feel like it's okay for them to show out that way because people are becoming more violent in general, not just the mass shootings, but just in general. People are feeling like they can be verbally abusive, physically abusive, and this is not dealing with crimes, nonetheless, like all the time. Just people in general. 
And I've noticed it at my workplace. I've noticed it at the market. Just people are just empowered to be brazenly disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because um, after la- last week they had the, the Democrat de- debates. And um, the next day, I believe it was a Wednesday, no, it was Thursday, uh, 45, he had a, a rally. And um, they were asked him before the rally, what if they... If the audience starts chanting, send her back, will you stop them? And he said that he didn't know that he can stop them. But, you know, it was interesting that when um, McCain was running against Obama in the first, uh, you know, in the first presidency, there was people would chant things and say things about Obama and John McCain stopped them in their tracks. He took the mic from one lady who called him a Muslim and a terrorist and said, no, he's a very fine man. We just don't agree on policy. So there are ways you can handle it. But he, 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 this is how he ran his first campaign, coming down the steps, coming down the elevator saying that Mexicans were racist and all that. And um, that's how he's doing this campaign. Um, sadly enough, El Paso is 80% um, Hispanic. And the guy, the shooter who who is alive, um, um, he said that he believes the same opinions as Trump, although he believed it before Trump came in office. So I think Trump he feeds to he feeds to these people. Uh, they interviewed um, a man who lives in El Paso, and he said that we're not all rapists. We're not all these things that the person in office says we are. And I think that it comes from the top, and the fact that he can spew these racist comments, and it's one thing after another. It's not just one thing, one thing after another. Um, it's, it's just it's it's fueling the hatred that we're seeing in this country, unfortunately. But um, they have to stricken the the gun laws. You know, I don't think an eighteen year old needs a firearm, especially one that's high power that can take out uh, a group of people within three seconds. That's that's the gun that was used in um, in uh, Ohio. So it's just so many things are wrong with this situation, and it can happen anywhere to anyone. So that's why people are on high alert. But our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to the victims and their families. Alright, um, so the actor Jason Mitchell, who was a character on uh, Shy, he plays uh, Brandon Johnson. You know, he's was fired from the program after um, Tiffany Boone, an actress, a co-star, expressed concerns about his behavior on set, and a few other women did as well. So he um, has been fired, and it was announced that when the Shy comes back next season, his character is going to be killed off. And so he hadn't made any uh, pub- public statements prior to that, but once it was announced he'd be killed off, he did take to Instagram. He said, I think it's time to make a statement. Um, sorry. To everyone commenting about it, about any knowledge of what's going without any knowledge what's going on, please stop. To my supporters, I appreciate you and I'm sorry. I will no longer be on the shy. Don't believe what you read. Do you think he should have said anything, or do you think that he waited? Him waiting was good. What are your thoughts, Venable? I I, I kind of feel like sometimes silence is best. Like silence is louder than actually saying something, and it reminds me of the Columbus Short situation when he was on. Oh yeah. Um, the show and he got kicked off, and he immediately went to Instagram and Twitter and everything, trying to tell his side of the story. Scandal, yeah. If if your yeah if your side of the story is 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 the truth. Then let it play out. I understand you want to defend your name, but by taking to social media and 
just adding more fuel to the fire, I think that leaves a bad taste in other producers and directors' mouths that they don't want to put you in anything that they're they're filming. Chica? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess to the fact that he waited after the announcement, um, it showed me that legalities were involved. He probably had a gag order. So it seems to me as if he's aware and he may be trying to do the right thing, but <laughs> sometimes people just can't help themselves. You know, this thing called social media gives you a portal to the world, and some people just can't leave it alone. Yeah. I also think that if I was accused of something like that, like being inappropriate um, to, you know, sexual assault, that's real. I would want to speak out, too, if I knew it wasn't, if I knew that I didn't do it. Um Yes, Stephen, but there's ways to do that when you're in the industry and you have a spotlight. This yeah, is why people have right. press conferences. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I feel I'm going to say something, too. One of the things he said is, is people speaking about it and don't know the whole truth. There's yeah. no truth that he presented in his statement. Right, so you're right. giving people more fuel to the fire to just add on to your statement. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, well, check this out. So uh, residents in the California apartment complex are being evicted from their homes for allegedly shooting a rap video a few months ago that featured lyrics that pretty much encouraged game violence. The management company of the apartment complex in in Seaside, uh, California, sent eviction notices last month to accuse the uh, individuals, the residents, of of being tied to criminal and wrongfully acting wrongful activity, excuse me, for participating in the video. Now, apparently the video was not authorized, nor was the film uh, project permitted on the premises. Uh, The management company also accused the the tenants of being involved in the video by allegedly providing electricity for the production of the video and other help. Two military veterans and several people receiving Section 8 housing are reportedly among those getting evicted. Um, the video was released on July 16th, but shortly taken after, taken down. It's called We Crippin. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think that, um, do you see the, the apartment's, um, or the, the apartment's uh, point of view, or do you think they're out of line? What are your thoughts on them? Uh, to me, it, it, it kind of seems a little extreme. However, if, if there are um, clauses in your lease, um, it says you can't do stuff like this. Then, I mean, I could see the the management company's point of view as well. But I mean, sometimes you just some things like warrant a warning. Um, but I mean, I guess it depends on the severity. Because when I read the article, I mean, it did mention that someone was actually just murdered like a couple of days before they shot the oh. video, mm. and it had something to do with gang violence. Um, so I don't know if they, like they sent out a notice after that happened or, or what were all the details, but. Um, to vacate, so I guess that's them kind of being lenient. Yeah, yeah. Chica? So, as a filmmaker, I know that when you are looking and scouting locations and you find one, you have to have a permit. Mm -hmm. And there are procedures that you have to go through in order to film in the space in which you like to film. Unless you're doing guerrilla filming. If you're doing guerrilla filming, that means you're getting in, you're, you're totally illegal, and you're doing it just to get through it. However, it's irresponsible to do it and include in scenes 
receipts to as to where you are. So the only reason I can see the apartment complex getting involved or how they would even know about it is if some type of signage or some type of um, landmark that's specific to the apartment complex was in the scene of the video, which directly connects them to the video. And that's the only way that I can see them really being involved with the video that way is if you can directly connect the video to that particular apartment complex. In that instance, I see why they have an issue. Yeah. with the content of the video and what just recently happened. Exactly, yeah. Apparently, they must have a lot of gang activity around there, and I can see them wanting to do what they can, because I know a lot of parts of California has high gang activity, so I can see them wanting to have a you know no-nonsense policy. Um, but that's why it's important as artists, if they're artists, to know the mm -hmm. business as well. Because I remember years, yes. years ago, I was shooting a video, and we did a scene in the mall. We were asked to leave because we didn't have a permit. And so um, mm -hmm. you have to know the business. That's, it's not just making music or making videos. It's knowing the legalities behind everything. And um, so hopefully they learn the hard way, but hopefully they learn moving forward. And the worst thing that's that you I could possibly do in that, the worst thing you could possibly do in that situation is to create this art and it comes out as fire and say that you had it going up and it was streaming and it was making waves and then you receive an injunction telling you to take it down. That's yeah. the worst part of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. the good thing is they took it down right after it was put up, and they got the complaint. But I guess it was too, too little, too late. But look, let's yeah. take let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a couple more hot topics. Right back after this.
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, 
Instagram, and of course our official website is StephenIceShow.com. You can also check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Just go to our website, StephenIceShow.com. All right, so uh, Queen Naja, singer Queen Naja, she took to Twitter. Um, she was complaining about her boyfriend or husband, Clarence. I don't know what they are, but um, their relationship, and that she was complaining about their one of their biggest relationship issues, and that's the fact that when they have shows like on Netflix, that he doesn't wait for her to watch the next episode. He watches it on her own. And so Netflix uh, apparently sees this as an issue overall, and they have a new contract for couples, uh, a binge-watching contract that um, there could be some civil agreement before the, between the couples before they embark on a new show. And a de- deadline recorded, uh, reported this. The new Netflix co-watching contract is a document that both partners must sign with Netflix listed as the witness. The document is an agreement that lists five very specific rules. Now, would you sign a contract with your significant other before watching a program, series? Chica, I'll let you go first. So years ago, me and my ex used to have this same situation. This is like during the time when True Blood was on air. We were both True Blood geeks and fools. And we used to get angry if the other watched without the other. Um, My argument is this. Hell no. I'm going to watch what I want to watch, when I want to watch it, how I want to watch it. Yep. Yep. Entertainment is therapy for me. Sometimes I need it right now, not when you get home. All right, all right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <Venable>. <laughs> I, I just feel like there's a big, bigger issue with her relationship that she's on social media talking about their issues, if, if this is even an issue. Right. Um, but whatever happened to individuality? Like, I can't turn on Netflix and watch what I want to watch because you're not sitting there watching it with me. Exactly. I'll catch you up on it later, but... Um, yeah, this this uh, and my what do you lose if you break the contract? Like, I know. The right, exactly. So, yeah, I can, can, I, can I, Netflix cancel you? What? Can I inter- can I interject this? I just want to say this on the flip side to this on why couples do watch television together that way. That time is a bonding time because I remember we used to actually have our meals and sit down together and that was an activity that we did together and it helped bring us together whenever we did it. A lot of times to save the peace, I would just act like I didn't see it and fake the funk exactly. and go do it again. I know people that do that just with movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that do that with movies after they never seen the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> you yep. were going to the theater mm-hmm. and everything. <laughs> But it, but, it, but it is a productive, positive bonding time for couples that, that, you know, that is their activity. So I do get it. But, you know, I don't know how drastic it is in their household. But, you know, I don't know. It's not I, that major to me. And then I think it's one thing if you live together. I can see that being more of an issue. But if we don't live together, let me know when you watch it so we can discuss it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to watch my show. All right, well... I'm sure a lot of people saw this video online, but a Brazilian uh, gang leader tried to escape a high-security prison by dressing up as his teenage daughter. So apparently, 42-year-old Calvino de Salva pretended to be a 19-year-old girl on Saturday as he tried to walk out front the front of the, um, the jail, the prison. His look was complete with smooth skin, long black hair, and a pink t-shirt with donuts and hearts. So apparently he had his daughter, 19-year-old daughter, come visit him in jail. And um, he he was going to leave her inside as he walked out. 
And he almost got away with it, according to New York Post, until the guards started noticing he he was acting very nervous. And that's when they, uh, you know, took him to the side and realized it was a man. But they, there's a video of them literally taking off all his stuff one by one, the wig, the the uh, mask that he had on. It was like, not a mask, but a prosthetic, whatever. And all that. Um, and they're, they're investigating his daughter to see if she was accomplice. And then they said, said there was a pregnant woman who came in there that they're now um, they're now investigating her because they believe that she could have been carrying in her quote unquote pregnant stomach the costume or the clothes <laughs> was this man uh, was he bold <laughs> and did he, what do you think about him almost getting away with this <laughs> but who was going to go back and get the daughter <laughs> right now he's going to right there he said what's the tone <laughs> <laughs> This is this is the mo- this is a crazy story. I, I haven't heard some crazy stuff. Right, day, but if you would have escaped, then your daughter was going to serve your time for you. Like, exactly. I just I don't get it. <laughs> Good parents. So you're going to leave a sixteen year old female in prison with a bunch of men. <laughs> right. Your daughter, nonetheless. So you're going to get out. Now you're back in. The daughter's probably going to get charges now for aiding and abetting. And now you're going to be known in prison as the dude that can look like a 16-year-old girl. Yep. Good luck to you. All right. <laughs> All right. Good parenting. Father of the year. All right, now this last story. This, this is a lesson to anyone who ever has to take a drug test and wants to use someone else's uh, uh, urine. So DJ Cooper, he was a standout basketball player um, for Ohio State. He was suspended for... Uh, for Suspended uh, from competition by the International Basketball Federal Federal Federation, excuse me, better known as FBIA, back in 2018. Now, according to reports from Euro Hoops, his two-year suspension came after a drug test administered. It was administered and revealed that he was pregnant. Um, he had this uh, this uh, hormone that pregnant women uh, get. So pretty much, he it came to, came out that he did not use his own urine. He used his girlfriend's his girlfriend's urine, and she's pregnant. It's, sorry about that. Sorry, office phone. But yeah, he's pregnant, so he was suspended uh, for fraud, and he will be eligible to play internationally because he's already graduated, so he can play internationally uh, in June twenty twenty. You big dummy. What are you, what are you thoughts, Venable? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, it's, I've, I've never been a smoker. I've never, and I mean, I know people do things recreation. I'm a drinker myself. But <laughs> when, when you have an opportunity coming up like that and you know you ha- you're going to get drug tested, wouldn't your mind say, you know, this is a big opportunity, so let me stop doing this for a while. So exactly. I can and then continue doing what I'm doing. A lot of people don't get the opportunity to play in the NBA or even overseas as a mm-hmm. professional basketball player, but you didn't swindle your chances by trying to use your pregnant girlfriend's pitch. <laughs> she get. I, I want to believe that they didn't know that the girlfriend was pregnant. Yeah. I, I have to believe that because how stupid are you? Right. <laughs> right. Must have, must have, couldn't have believed it. But my thing is... So like, now... So yeah. now, like, she may not have even known, because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that there are multiple stupid people. Right. 
she shouldn't. She probably didn't know. He didn't know. But now you have to look back on how you found out your girlfriend is pregnant with probably your first child is you losing your job. Yeah. My thing is, like Venable said, you know you have this test coming up. Chill out for a minute. <laughs> I mean, are you a fiend? But, but listen, <laughs> this tells me that he probably did it before. Yeah, He's probably exactly. done this before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, congratulations on your bundle of joy. <laughs> but, uh, right. I mean, let me see that. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, Derek, thanks so much for joining us tonight for Hot Topics. I definitely appreciate your time. And again, uh, happy belated birthday. I can't wait to turn up with you on our trip. And Chica, I'll see you in movie reviews. Sure enough. All right. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Right back after this. We're all alone. Nobody knows. It's a little secret. That's how we should keep it. Baby, we've been creeping on the low. No time to waste. It's getting late. Get your off the deep end. We're supposed to be here.
Stephen Knight Show. Our next guest is the owner and founder of Gangster Vegan Organics, which is committed to making a gangster to eat healthy, to spread love, and to be kind to one another and the earth. Please help me welcome owner and founder Vincent DePaul, aka Vinny Vegan. Welcome to the show. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time out your schedule. So let's go from uh, from the beginning. So you. Um, you became very popular from making um, 
t-shirts early on in your 20s and sold millions of them to hip-hop and Hollywood industry. But you said that at that time you fell in love with the quote-unquote gangster lifestyle with sex, money, drugs, and violence. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm originally, so I'm 39 years old. I'm originally from Northtown, Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, I, I moved to uh, Los Angeles, California when I was 22 years old. I started making these rhinestone embellished T-shirts of Biggie and Tupac and Michael Jordan and Bob Marley and immediately took off. Um, a lot of entertainers, rappers, and ball players uh, were my clientele. Uh, got my uh, T-shirts in stores all over. I sold T-shirts worldwide. Mm. Um, tra- traveled the world. Uh, had had everything, man. As much as a 23-year-old all the way up to 30-year-old could have. You know, yeah. Um, really coming from nothing and, and and i thought i really like struck it rich and uh come to find out at 30 years old i hit rock bottom i lost everything um my, my, my business grew and grew it just got bigger and bigger uh in about 2010 i lost everything i became uh morally financially spiritually bankrupt and um in that moment i guess that 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 broke broken down moment um, that moment of nothingness uh, came everything, and I had a profound awakening. Uh, I was broken homeless for a short little period of time. Somebody gave me a fresh pressed organic juice when I was broken homeless. Um, the juice saved my life. It gave me life when I had no life. Uh, and I just went on this whole journey, this whole awakening of questioning everything, uh, my thoughts, the way I acted, uh, who I was hanging with, and, just everything, man. Everything. So let me. Uh, and it was a beautiful. Let me thing, ask you. Huh? So you said um, you you lost everything, kind of hit rock bottom. How did you? How did that happen? Oh. So around 2010, um, the economy had changed. Oh yeah. I was selling, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of T-shirts to uh, retail stores, chain stores, urban hip hop apparel stores, um, Dr. J's, Sneaker Villa, Downtown Locker Room, and. Um, you know, they started, they had to adjust to, like, retail was going down. People yeah. People weren't buying $100, $100 shirts no more. Exactly. You know, and, and uh, I guess in that adjustment period, they was like, all right, we got to look at where we're spending all our dollars. And most of them were like, all right, um, the rhinestone t-shirt fad kind of is like, yeah, I cut that out. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. So I had a good ten-year run at it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and to say that you accomplished all that, do you think at that time you knew how to handle the money and handle, you know, the just the exposure and everything that was happening to you? Oh no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so thirty popping bottles, popping bottles, right? Popping living bottles. it up. Buying <laughs> jewelry, jewelry, mm-hmm. and cars. Yeah, cars. You know, it's nothing to look at a hundred thousand dollar car, right? You know, and, and what that's going to bring, and you know, the jewelry. And, yeah, it's crazy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. So, so you say we turned thirty, you hit rock bottom, it's morally, financially, and spiritually, just bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And um, so you got the your, like you said the first your first pressed fresh pressed organic juice, and yes. you said that changed your life forever. How did that change your life? What was it? What was it? Because I, the juice represented something. What did it represent for you? It represented life when I didn't have any life. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was at a, I was at a point. I was at a point where, you know, I could see 
where some people just end it all or they ready to end it all, you know? Yeah. And, and, and not that that thought crossed my mind at all, but I was like that low. And I, yeah. I, I believe I haven't, I've never been that low before. Like I've hit rock bottoms, but this one was like bottom, bottom. So, exactly. Um, yeah, I think, I think just, you know, uh, get, getting, getting up from that and, and being pulled out of that and then, using to be servant of uh, a servant now like of service to be like look i went down that path you know i've already like wh- what you see on tv what you hear on radio what you like a lot of people want to be like it's not really the path you know right so, right uh, 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 yeah and, but but i had to like have that traumatic event and to be even open for that one little juice you know so you know, I probably would have overlooked that juice. I probably overlooked it for years and years. Oh, yeah. Because that wasn't even on your radar. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, yeah. I, drew, I still, I still drive, drank Tropicana all day. It don't matter if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars in, 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 at all. Like, you're still drinking Tropicana. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. So, so, you, know, you go to the club, they still drinking Dole Pineapple juice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's facts. Yeah. Facts. So you yeah, decided you yeah. wanted to make a difference, you know, after having this awakening, a spiritual awakening, you decided you wanted to make a difference in the world, so you created Gangsta Vegan. And what was Gangsta yeah. Vegan at first? I know now it's several restaurants. What is it now? I mean, what was it then? Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. At first it was a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's like, I guess I went back to the only thing I really knew for the last yeah. 10 years, and I, and I made a, just a funny t-shirt. Uh, and it was like, you know, gangsters can be vegan too. Like, you can do gangster stuff. And right. Still eat, kale, uh-huh. eat kale and bro- broccoli all day, you know. So, um, that was the concept. And people started asking me where they got, where I got the shirt. You know, I started going to vegan restaurants. I was just in different environments. Um, and I was like, here we go. Like, here we go with the t shirt thing again. So, yeah. Uh, I, I created a concept that for every shirt we sell, we feed an inner city child a free, hot, organic, vegan meal. Yeah. Um, yeah what you still do today? To yeah, we still do this. Mm-hmm. We fed mm-hmm. um, close to 10,000 10, kids probably in the last six years. That's dope. Um, we go into schools and community centers and camps and after school programs. And I just really go in there, man, just do my thing with the, with the children. You know, they love it. Even yeah. if they hate it, they love it. They love yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Let me ask you, what, what's the difference? So when you were making your the the older your older t shirt line, and now you're make you know you you have this one. This is before the restaurant, but you have Gangsta Vegan that t shirt line. What was the diff? What was going on differently for you in both of those processes? Yeah. So differently was uh, uh, Celebs was my first t shirt brand. It was mm-hmm. Celebs. Celebs. Um, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah, with with celeb with celebs, it it was uh, it was just strictly like just money motivated, you right? Know, money, money, and then like what can I get with the money? Yeah, you know? so, yeah, yeah. It's just that that rapper lifestyle, like that ball player lifestyle. Like, yeah, that every everything I wanted to be that I watched and listened, like I I got that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I got I got a big a big taste of that for a long time. So. Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, it 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 was all money motivated, really, just money and, and manipulation and deceit and just really, really not great at all, you know. And and it, but it worked though. Still, you know, it was like, you know, tons of money coming in. There was still job, uh, still job opportunity. It was still yeah. employment, payrolls, and things like that. But 
Uh, I just think the energy and the intent behind it was not it, exactly. it was not good the intent, yeah. It wasn't good will. Yeah. It was very yeah. ill will. Yeah. Um, and, and whereas here it's the same it's almost the same thing but um now it's like there's purpose behind it. You right. Know? There's purpose. Yep. There's cause, there's passion, there's like it's selfless and yeah. selfish. Yeah. yeah. Most definitely. So let me ask you, because when you were doing Slab, uh, that T-shirt line, and, you know, to do that for 10 years and then, you know, to start uh, Gangster Vegan, I'm sure you learned a lot from doing Slab. So what were you able to take yeah. with you from doing that to create the Gangster Vegan brand? Oh, yeah. Um, just the whole, like, you know, I knew how to create a T-shirt from nothing. And mm-hmm. a, good quality, a good quality shirt, you know, with a good, you know... Uh, just I, I knew I just knew how to make a t-shirt you know yeah. and I was like I guess we just start there and you knew it was self yeah mm-hmm. I, I was really just making them for myself I thought it was funny you know so right I, yeah I just made a few dozen for myself just to have you know mm-hmm. and wear around so was it hard, was, like, I like was it hard for you to go to go vegan no I don't think so because I, I I wasn't that wasn't my intent mm-hmm. you know it just I just profoundly was going through this awakening. Yeah, I didn't. I, did, I didn't watch this video, and this, this is a good. You know, this is a good eight nine years ago. So think about how much of a fad. Yeah, it is now that yeah. We're even having this conversation. Right. Eight nine eight nine years ago, people weren't really having these conversations. And so, it was harder to find know. vegan food. Now you you have yeah, vegan options at restaurants and yeah, and the yeah. grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So you decided so in 2014 to open your first restaurant. Yep. In Norrisville, Pennsylvania, called Gangsta Vegan Organics, and then you yep. opened the second one um, in 2016 in Phoenixville. So, right. what was it that said, "Okay, let me open my own my own restaurant"? What made you decide that? I man, I really didn't want to because I was like, "Man, there's a calling here. I'm being called back to business. And mm. I didn't want to get back yeah. to business. Yeah, they're like being in business for a long time, so." Um, I, I I just started out of my best friend's house. I just started selling juice. You know, I started really just trapping juice. I say I was trapping juice out of his house twenty four seven. It was like all day, all night, and the whole hood where I grew up was just coming to get juice, juice smoothies, and I think a little bit of uh, food I might have been doing at the time. And it just it just started taking off and getting so big. And uh, I was talking to my auntie one day, and she was like. You know, I think you outgrowing this whole little thing. I think you might want to get a little restaurant and get into business. So I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like, I'm cool. like <laughs> you've been there, done that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm straight, like you know. But it just kept calling me and calling me and calling me. And, you know, when God talks, God talks. So yeah. I just like I gotta go do it. I, and found the space, and you know, I got investors off of Instagram. And, oh wow, yeah, uh, social media, man. Yeah. Were you were you were you shocked? Um, were you shocked that it was so successful? Uh, you know, the first restaurant. Say it again. Were you shocked that it was so successful? The first restaurant. Where I shot. Were you were you surprised that it was so successful? The very first restaurant. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, kind of yes and no. You know, like I think my fear was like it is going to be successful. Right. And yeah. Then we're have, and then we're gonna just like really like. Because I'm going to kind of go big or go hard. So I was yeah. like, man. Like, I know for me, it wasn't just going to be one little 
restaurant that I worked right. at for the next 20 right. years. Yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 my intent was um, worldwide. Like, I wanted to see these worldwide. If I was going to do it, you right. know, I want to see these. I, yeah, and I was like, if the first one is successful, then I know they'll all be successful. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was a little surprise, like, all right, cool. Cause this is my first time in in restaurant business, right. you know. So yeah. I had to learn. I had to learn it quick. Learn all that and, and create mm-hmm. and create it as well, so I can pass it on, you know. Because this is for this is for the world. Like it's not exactly for, it's for other yeah for other people. It's for customers. It's mm-hmm. for owners. You know things like that. You know, I, I'm not surprised that it's successful because when you said that you were called to do it, you felt that you were yeah. called to do it, and so I think yeah. that when you follow that calling. It, he has no choice but to be successful. You know what I mean? So, long, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So now, I mean, when you look back at, you know, now you have two restaurants. Um, you have your you have your shirt, t-shirt line again. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Gangsta Vegan. What do you, when you think back on when you were in your 20s and, you know, your life was completely different, what do you think back to that, that young man then? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think I think he's just like the same the same person. Yeah, he's just like very, uh, very very uh, misguided and, and and misdirected. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the the heart, the soul, and the spirit still the same. Like, you know that 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 kindness, that givingness, that caringness. But it was just it was just in a different and realm. A different realm, you know? yeah. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it was in a different vibration. So. Um, but but uh, thankful and grateful that he made it up out of that. You right. Know what I'm yeah. I would yeah, be too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, aren't yeah. you glad? Aren't you glad you went through it? Because if you didn't, you probably wouldn't be where you are today. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I I have to embrace it and be thankful. And, All of it. And the fact that you're able to experience it, because you know you said growing up you see it on TV that's what the life you wanted you got to experience it and realize that's not what you want. So I think there's a lot of good lessons in that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what's and next? A lot of children, a, a lot of children inspired to be that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. probably worse. It's worse now because they have phones and exactly you know, internet, internet more access, accessible. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I go into schools and I be like, who knows the lyrics to this Meek Mill song? They get hyped. They know everywhere. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I asked them who the, who the vice president of the United States is. You know, and not one of them can answer. Right. You know? so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 you know. That's true. So, That's true. Yeah, not to not, not to knock anybody, but it's just right, like, right. Uh, you gotta look at you gotta priorities. Look at where we're at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, what's next for Gangster Vegan Organics? Um. Oh, Gangster Vegan, uh, the restaurant. We're going to be uh, expanding more and more, more and more restaurants. Nice. Uh, we're now we're now licensing out the brand. We have two food trucks coming. I'm gonna ask you um, about a food truck. Okay, that's that's dope. Yeah, we have. Uh, two food trucks coming to Philadelphia, uh, Center City, and uh, Broaden, Ontario, Temple's Campus. Um, we have two more locations coming to Maryland, one downtown Baltimore. Nice. One in Riverdale, one in Riverdale Maryland. Uh, we currently have one in Media, Pennsylvania, Northtown, and Phoenixville. Um, nice. And uh, I'm personally working on a wellness center in Northtown, Pennsylvania. It's a 30,000-square-foot building. Wow. Uh, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to have a plant-based uh, restaurant, grocery store, yoga studio, dance studio, art studio. Um, it's going to be an awesome place uh, for, for the town and for the world, you know. It can yeah. be copy and paste 
anywhere. Yep, yep. Yep. So are you proud of where you've come? Are you proud of where you, your life is right now? Yes, man. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. God has called me back to my hometown, you know, yep. since I ran from. Yeah. Since I did dirt dirt and destruction and so mm-hmm. um yeah, it's a great opportunity. It's a That's beautiful awesome. thing. That's awesome. Yep. Well, I'm proud to be able to sh- uh, share your story with our listeners. I mean, I think it's very inspiring how you can chase one thing, realize you don't want it, and then it one one especially when you're, you're rock bottom, one thing can happen that changes your life, and then you end up being successful in a whole different way. That's not only successful to you, but to the world. So that's a great story. It's definitely a great story. Tell everyone. Thank you, I appreciate. Most definitely. Tell what everyone. Well, everyone can learn more about um, Gangster uh, Vegan and Gangster Vegan Organics. Yeah, so uh, Gangster Vegan, uh, you go gangstervegan.com, check us out. We are all organic, gluten-free, soy-free, no refined sugar, a vegan establishment, restaurant, cafe, juice bar. Uh, we're the best vegan restaurant on the planet. Uh, we're all about inspiring, uh, transforming and improving the quality of life worldwide uh, through fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds. We make all our own stuff in-house. We're like the Chipotle of vegan food, mm-hmm. and we are a growing brand. We're coming close to you. Uh, we will be, uh, we're on Instagram, Gangster Vegan Organics. We're on Facebook at Gangster Vegan Organics. You can check me out. I'm Vinny Vegan, V-I-N-N-Y Vegan on Instagram. And yes, man, we're uh, we're growing established brand that is out to being of service, of love, food, knowledge, and uh, yeah, the difference in the world that we want to see. Most definitely. Well, listen, I want to thank you again for taking your time to join us and to share your story. Continue success to you and keep on changing the world in a positive way. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. For more information, go to... Our website is stephenisshow.com, and we'll be right back after this. You know, when you love somebody, you got to treat them kind, yeah. And if you out there and you got that good one, never let her go. Let me tell you why. Took her love for granted And she stole my heart Left me stranded What I do To get it all back My love My
me tu pila no confío. Yeah. I wrote this song for you, girl. Like when you gon' cut uh, She gon' treat a nigga like a option She don't give a f*** by me poppin' I'ma be the b- that we boxin' She don't sell no f- like a option But she gon' still like she with a cash at uh, Instagram bio is a cash at I think I really like her cause I heard fat Got it like what you wearin' It's a bad time FaceTime a new when it's bad time She got the iPhone and she got the trap line She no when I exit the cat mine But I still kid up till it's flat line Shorty fine as a but she heartless She talk to them with the harshness Bang it up like a truck, baby, park it If the ain't good, then she garbage She don't need a new for a damn thing Pull a new quick like a hamstring So good it make a man sing Song, that's a damn shame. She got good, no feelings. Steven Knight Show, Chike. Looks like you're holding down movie review solo. I'll be here with you as your wingman. Go ahead and take it away. All right. So I didn't go to any theaters this weekend. Uh, I was living my best life. And so right. <laughs> what I did do, uh, I did catch a film on Netflix. I caught a couple films, but I'm only going to review one right now. Uh, it's called Otherhood. and stars Felicity Hoffman, uh, Patricia Arquette, and Angela Bassett. And this is, I've been, I'm calling it a romantic comedy, even though the movie is about mothers and sons, but there's still some type of romance in the love between mother and son. So I'm calling it a romantic comedy. And I thought that it was great. I enjoyed this movie. It's basically uh, middle-aged women who are now empty nesters, and their their sons met at the playground uh, when they were children, 
which the, the bond between the children formed a bond between the mothers, so they became friends as well. And the sons have now moved on and out of the home into the big city. They're from Poughkeepsie, New York, and the children have moved on to New York City to become professionals. But the children are caught up in their own lives, and they don't spend any time with their mothers or call or acknowledge them. And I think there's a particular Mother's Day where neither of them have heard from their sons. And so they get together for a Mother's Day dinner amongst themselves, and they start discussing their loss of attention from their sons. So they have this big idea to go to the big city to surprise their son. <laughs> and that's when the comedy starts. Uh, I, I Listen, I enjoy movies like this. It's fun. It's exciting. It's, 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 it's one of those typical American movies. It's a good watch, um, a good rainy day movie, a good chill-at-home movie, and it's funny. It'll make you laugh. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy seeing Angela Bassett in these type of settings, meaning... Um, not her stereotypical, you know, how we're used to seeing Angela Bassett in black movies. Mm -hmm. It seems to me like once she started doing um, American Horror Story and she became more of a fixture of uh, mainstream America, her role started to change. As you can see, she's on 911, which is a a primetime American show. Mm -hmm. So she's starting to get different roles, and I enjoyed her in this role with veterans uh, Patricia Arquette and Felicity Hoffman. And I'm just going to say this about Felicity Hoffman. Yes, the scandal happened with the whole education and all that stuff, but I thoroughly enjoyed her in this role. She was funny as Uh hell. She was. You saw saw this movie? I watched, I was going to say, yeah, so I... I was at home um, in Virginia, and I was um, up with my nieces and nephews, and so I finally got them to sleep. Finally got them to sleep. And so I was like, let me go find something on Netflix. And um, and I saw the movie. I said, oh, because you know what? I didn't put two and two together because Patricia Arquette was on a talk show last week promoting a new Netflix thing, but I wasn't paying attention. And they never mm-hmm. want, they, they talked about Angela Bassett, but they never once talked about Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Which probably why Hoffman probably you know because of what's going on, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I right. saw it and I said, "Oh, let me watch this." You know, I, I love Angela Bassett, at Bassett, and I love Patricia Arquette and Felicity, and I have no problem with her. Um, and it was really good. And I think that people that watch this movie, they'll be able to forgive her, not only because of her the way she acted in the role, but the fact that she did own up to her mistakes and she—I mean, she took full responsibility. Um, you know, when it all came out about the school scandal. But then to see her yeah. in a lighthearted character, you know, I, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was a really good movie. And I have to say, Angela Bassett at 60 years old is one fine woman. She is a fine... Are you telling me? Oh, my Are you gosh. telling me? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I was watching... I was watching... I don't watch Watch What Happens all the time, but sometimes I will, depending on who's on there. Um, and mm-hmm. so I was... Wa- I watched... Last night's today because Issa Rae was on there and the other um, comedian that has the new they have the new show coming out with Angela Bassett. You know she's yeah I'm going to talk about that too. Yeah, well, so um, he said there. Yeah, Angela Bassett was here last Thursday, so I went went back to watch Thursday's show and they he asked her. um, He plays little games and question games with the guests and he asked her, um, "What's the highest? I mean, what was one of the projects that she got the most money?" And you know, she said, he asked her, was it Black Panther? She said, oh no. And she, she said that she made her most money during the How Style Got Her Groove Back 
wait and exhale, those time frames. Which is mm. crazy to me. You would think now that she's making more money than then, but I don't know. But, uh, but anyway, I thought it was a good movie. I did think it was a good movie. I think it's, a, like you said, a good rainy day at the house, whatever. I think it's a good movie for that. Yeah. And I would just say this. People, I mean, I don't know how you feel about Felicity Hoffman, but keep in mind, this is an Oscar award-winning actress. Yeah. And she is a beast. She played the role. Regardless of, yeah, she did. And she has been playing roles. Remember, she yeah. was also in When They See Us. Yep. And you, you oh, hated yes. her. Yes, yes, <laughs> So yes. she played her role. Yes. This woman is an artist to the bone. Yeah. This is how she came up with the money to be able to pay and bribe yeah. people to, for her children to go to school. You're right. Just saying. You're right. It's all jokes. I, I, I'm forgiving her. Yeah. I love you as an artist. Yeah, I forgive Continue her. to work. It's a shame that this stuff will be overshadowed, but she's an awesome artist. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette as well. These three yeah. women are dynamic yeah. artists. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen um, uh, Escape from Dannemora, which is on Showtime, it was a miniseries, which she changed her total look to be able to play oh, that yeah. character. Mm -hmm. Check that out. Patricia Arquette is a beast, too. Also, yeah. Yeah. an Oscar award winner. Yep. So, check it out. Um, movies coming up for me. Um, Dora, uh, as in Dora the Explorer, uh, The Lost City of Gold, which is a live-action movie. This is a real Dora. No uh, cartoons, no puppeteers, none of that. This is mm -hmm. a real Dora. Mm -hmm. Check that out. Uh, Brian Banks, uh, which is coming out this week. Uh, Doctor Who's upcoming, The Kitchen. That's another movie coming up. Um... Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You know, I love my horror, but right, that's on my so. radar. Uh -huh. It's a crime uh, movie coming out called Echo. And um, I'm interested in Kathy Griffin's um, documentary, A Hell of a Story, because I really want to know all the hell that she went through after she held up that fake Trump severed head. Right, yeah. And um, mm -hmm. she goes into detail because she was basically blackballed from everywhere. Everywhere, yep. yep. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the up things. Coming things, and um, Euphoria just ended with their se season finale. Uh, check that out. The last episode like had me almost drowning in tears. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, sitcom Divorce. It, I think the last episode is tonight of the series, so the series is ending, and it was only two seasons. So I'm seeing the trend now, which HBO is starting to bring on, quick and sweet. They give you something, and it'll probably be around for a year or two, and then it's not it's gone. I kind of like that because it gives us more content. And um, what we were talking about earlier is HBO's new uh, series. It's called A Black Lady Sketch Show. Yeah. And the yeah. first episode features Angela Bassett. Mm -hmm. And I just tweeted out to the ladies, you know, I, 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 my tweet said something like, what did I just watch? This is insanity. These women are crazy, but they're so hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen anything quite like this on HBO. And yeah. I hope that they have a long run. And shout out to Issa because Issa saw something in this show to put it under her production company. So this was presented to us by Issa Rae, who has Insecure. Mm -hmm. And she's introducing us to a whole new set of talented black women, which I can't wait to see where you go with this show. And if the show is, uh, the show is, is produced, written... And and the and the actors are all black women. That's amazing. Yes, that's amazing. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, Dear white people started its, its new season yeah. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, getting into that, I started this afternoon, and again 
Orange is the New Black with the series for now. If you haven't finished it yet, beware that last show and the credits. The credits will kill you. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Can I say, Issa Rae, I told you she was on Watch What Happens last night, um, and she announced, someone called and asked about Insecure, that they start production in September, and uh, when it comes out, they're going to have 10 episodes instead of 8. So that's good news well, that's for beautiful. Insecure fans. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know, that's one of the things that I always complain about. When you take a year off, you need to give us more. Exactly. And, and I thoroughly understand she had a boom in her career yeah. that you know put her in a place where she became too busy so yeah. she's making movies she's producing other shows and then she has to still film Insecure and HBO being as though they're you know the, the people that they are granted her a year off to be able to spread her wings exactly so. mm-hmm. well congrats to all, all the wonderful success that she's having so that's amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. alright Chike anything else that's all I have for now. All right. Well, thank you as always for letting us know what to spend our money on, what not to, and what to watch on Netflix and everything else. <laughs> and have a great uh, week. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Right back after this. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show, Miss 
Like you want to see Miss Ferguson. Janera, how you doing? <laughs> All right, how are you? Not trying to get Robbie mad. <laughs> I'm doing it's good. fine. I told you I just changed my name after how many years? <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, how was your weekend? It was great. How was yours? Mine was good. I was in Virginia with my family, so that was a good Oh, that's up. nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I know you got some great things for us, so let you take it away. I do, I do. Um you know, and this is just in time for back to school. I know that um, everybody's scrambling to find out what they're going to do for back to school. So hopefully this will help. Yes. So um, Nine West is having a sale. And uh, if you shop now, you can get heels starting at just, you can get some shoes starting at just $59. Uh, Gap is having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get 50% off of all kids and baby styles. Uh, Gap Factory, which is the outlet for, for Gap, they're having a sale, and you can get up to 70% off of almost everything. Plus, you can get an extra 40% off of their clearance items. Wow. Uh, the, the Children's Place is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 60% off of the entire site. Plus, you can get jeans starting at just, oh, I'm sorry, not even starting at just. The most expensive jeans they have are just $7.80, and you can get some for even less. And you can get polos for just $5. Uh, Carter's is having a sale, and you, can, and you can get 50% off of everything. Old Navy is also having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 35% off of your entire order. Uh, Banana Republic is having a sale, and if you shop there now, you can get 40% off of your purchase of $200 or more. And this is only on regular priced items. Um, and if you don't want to spend two hundred dollars, you can still you can still save with thirty percent off of any regular price items under two hundred dollars. Uh, and last but not least, Target is having a sale on their clearance items, and if you shop there now, you can get fifty percent off. Oh, I'm sorry, up to fifty percent off of their clearance items. And they're also having a sale on their home items, and so if you shop there, you can get uh, twenty five percent off of their home items, and that's for all of those kids who are headed to college. That's awesome. And that's, that's a, all I have for you now. That's a lot of good stuff. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of what you can. And they can find all that's this at right. budgetshopaholic.com, correct? They surely can. All right, Janera. Well, as always, thank you for keeping us in the know and have a great week. All right, Stephen. I'll see you later. All right. Right back after this.
is Robin Dixon from The Real Housewives of Potomac, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. I want to thank Vinny Vegan for joining us tonight. Wish you continued success in your new stores and upcoming adventures. I want to thank you all for listening tonight. Have a great week, and we'll see you again next Monday. Peace and good night. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.